Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you to the Pure Coming to the Pure Hope show. Our title of our talk today with a fabulous speaker is How to Stay Balanced in an Unbalanced World. And I believe that we really, really need that right now. We are going to be talking to Carrie Dennis Fillmore who began her journey into health and healing at a very, very young age. She didn't know it at the time, but her whole life, like many of us, her, all, her whole life had been teaching her to help people, to optimize their health. Carrie grew up with several of her family members being nurses, and through that she became very, very interested in health. But oddly enough, she was attracted to holistic ways of healing. So as a young child, she suffered um, from migraine headaches. And despite what many doctor visits and painkillers, she was told that they were genetic and that she would have to live with them for the rest of her life. And that was when a deep, loud voice inside of her, discouraged with the doctor's advice, she was told otherwise. Through the years, that voice had been there to tell her things about people, even giving her the ability to hear what's happening inside of a person's body to cause them to be ill. And now she hears that voice uh, all the time, and that she calls her intuition, and we're going to be talking about that tonight. She eventually figured out that her migraines were actually food intolerances, which was wheat to be specific, And once she cut that out, she no longer suffered from migraines. In fact, it has been over 20 years without those migraine headaches. And through the years, Carrie went to study traditional Chinese medicine, graduated with a diploma in acupuncture in 2004 from, uh, Carrie, you can pronounce it better than me, is it Osho? It's the Osho College of Acupuncture and Herbology. Thank you. At the same time, she studied herbologism, uh, herbology from the Wild Rose College in Alberta. She's worked in a health food store, learning about the latest products, research from vitamin and supplement companies. She also went on to study functional medicine with the Functional Medicine University and is now a certified functional medicine practitioner. So, my friend, she is calling in from Canada. Where in Canada are you calling in, Carrie? So, currently I'm in Guelph, Ontario, which is about an hour and a half north of Toronto. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Well, welcome. I love it that when we have international speakers come on the Pure Hope Show. So, I'm so glad that you're here with us um, today. So glad that you're here with us today. So I love the I love the word intuition, and, and we were talking earlier that we wanted to talk a little bit about intuition, and how important that is to listen, especially 
in this unbalanced world and we're trying to get balance. What is your definition of intuition? So for me, intuition is an inner knowing. It's just something that we know and we don't know why we know it, but it just feels right. And I'm a huge advocate of really connecting to that inner knowing, that inner voice. And, you know, before we look outside of ourselves for answers, to look inside because um, often we have many of the answers that we need. I think now is the time to really, for people to really understand that because as we all know that the medical system, which I'm not negative about or anything, but it is a multi-billion dollar business and it is a business. And just like you, we have many clients at the Hope Interfaith Center who have migraines and different illnesses that are going on in their body. And and so when you call yourself and when we call you, because Carrie has been on other programs with us, uh, a medical intuitive, what's the definite, because many people don't even know what a medical intuitive is. So what is a medical intuitive? Yeah, so really I'm just um, an intuitive health guide. So what I do is I connect with, Um, your body and I read the body from the top down looking for root causes of what may be causing um, health imbalances in the body so I don't work from a place of uh, diagnosis uh, like a doctor would so um, rather than saying something like oh you know I think you might have a hypothyroid I would say you know your thyroid is coming up to me we really should get it checked and We should support it. But, um, yeah, I work from a natural perspective by looking at, so if the thyroid comes up, I want to know why is that happening. And so I go deeper and I ask the body those those questions so that I can find the root cause. You know, is it rooted in iron deficiency or your digestion? Or So um, I I look for root causes to health, as, as I guess. Um, what I do and along the way the body always releases um, sort of emotional blockages that we hold uh, to me as well and you know because I always say to people that every health ailment that we have often has an emotional spiritual mental counterpart so um, learning to balance the both is really important I would agree with that because a lot of people who come into my office and come into perhaps your work that you do, and they have this internal narrative that's going on, um, and that's primarily based on thought. And then I always ask them who gave them those thoughts. And what I see lots of times is that they have this internal narrative of, let's say, I can't lose weight. Um, I'll never um, release myself from migraine headaches, that there's this internal narrative talk that goes on. So do you coach them then out of that internal narrative? Yeah, so we talk a little bit about what's coming up around certain health issues, and I usually, um, you know, recommend different therapies or um, modalities where people can, uh, you know, reach out to work with. So things like 
cognitive behavioral therapy, breath work, uh, meditation, uh, emotional freedom technique. But I, I like to refer out um, when we're talking about like retraining our subconscious um, in terms of our emotions. Uh, but I think what's really important is recognizing which emotions are, um, you know, the ones that may be up, up for needing support, needing to be recognized, needing to work on. And that's, where, that's what I can help people with. Hmm. But so, you know, when people come to me for sessions and, and I channel or move into that intuitive energy, do you call your work at all channeling? Like, do you get help I, from guides, holy ones, or is it just your really deep inner wisdom that you have inside of you? I get a lot of help from angels and guides, absolutely. And sometimes I even get messages from people's ancestors because there are some people who are carrying um, ancestral pain. Um, it's not their own, and it's it's come through uh, their ancestral line. And so sometimes the ancestors talk to me, and sometimes the guides and angels do, but I definitely do get channelings from um, other beings, absolutely. It's so interesting that you say that because the ancestral lines, because I was just putting together another class that I'm going to be giving on Thursday, and this really young, beautiful, I call them second wavers, like you, I believe you're a second waver here upon the planet, helping the planet move into a higher level of consciousness and a higher level of health, is that this woman talked about 11, uh, and I'm sure there's many, but she talked about 11 um, different types of light workers, and one of the 11 she talked about is that a person can come in through their ancestral line and they are the ones that is the link that is here to heal the, the family members that came before them and the family members that came after them. And that's kind of a Native American spiritual understanding. Can you see how that works? Does that work that way in your work that you do? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so there are those that have come to clear their ancestral pain. And when they clear it, not only does their body, uh, you know, clear from that imbalance, but I have seen it clear in their children and in, you know, their elders in their line as well. So it's amazing to, to watch. Because even like sometimes when you get a client who's a mother maybe or a grandmother, is that as they heal that energetic DNA genetic link, that they can also all of a sudden the migraines or some healing, ha- what I've seen, some healings happen within the children at the same time when the mom or the grandma or the grandfather is getting healed. Um, I've seen that, so that's why I wanted to ask about that. Absolutely. I've experienced that in my work as well. Um, w- when the grandmother um, heals, uh, you know, I've had I've had a few instances where people have reported that, you know, the same thing that was expressing in my daughter um, has also cleared up. How could that be? And it's because we are so connected on an energetic um, 
Merkaba or an energetic network that, uh, you know, if I clear something, it's going to affect those closest to me and especially in my line. So that's um, that's how I see it. Mhm, mhm. Is there an energetic path to balance, or is there an energetic path to freedom uh, in this? Um, you know, we've got so much that's going on right now um, within the United States and within so many places. Um, is there for you as a medical intuitive and as an energy worker, do you think that there is an energetic path to balance or freedom from what's happening all around us? I'm not sure that there's an energetic path that's the same for everybody. I think that um, through working with so many people, I've come to realize that each person is individual. But the one thing that I, I can absolutely say is true for most people is, um, you know, staying grounded, balanced, and centered in the present moment, not... Um, you know, allowing for too much stress to take over, um, you know, really focusing on love and joy because those things really light up our soul, our expression, and help us to stay on our purpose and on our path. So, um, you know, I usually, you know, anybody who's working at healing their body or their emotions, I think it's really important to do things like meditation and deep breathing. Um, and then also just as much as it's important to do that, it's it's about, you know, what lights you up and, and making sure that you, um, you know, that you go with that heart path, that which lights you up so that you can bring balance to your body. But um, I don't think there's like any one particular, uh, you know, path for each person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Um, with the work that you're doing, you know, like we go for physical checkups and we go get our teeth checked and get our hair cut several times a year, <laughs> things like that. So the work that you do, if I was going to send a person to a medical intuitive or um, uh, energetic healer, do you suggest to our listeners, to your clients, that every once in a while that they just come in for an energetic checkup every once in a while? Absolutely. I definitely, yeah, I absolutely do. I, I do a, like a lot of follow-ups with people in terms of just even when they're well, um, just to check in on, you know, are they holding anything? Are their cells expressing well? Are they, do they need to do any detox work? Or, you know, is, is, a, is there an organ that might need a little bit of extra support right now? Um yeah, there's so many things, but I do think that prevention is worth a pound of cure. I think that's a saying, but um, I think I got that right. But mm-hmm. uh, definitely I do love when people are proactive about their health, and uh, I do recommend it for sure. Um, now, I do see a lot of people who I'm their last resort, so um, it's always, yeah, it's always um good to i think just as we would get blood work or we would uh you know go for a physical on a yearly basis um you know cover the base of intuitive healing as well because 
uh, you know, sometimes we're carrying something that hasn't necessarily caught up to us yet. And wouldn't it be nice to know so that we could deal with it before that? That's that's one thing that I I like to say. Is that is that hard to convince people to come in for an energetic checkup? Because you are right; they come in only lots of times when there's a crisis or they hit a dead end road, a brick wall through the medical system. So, is it hard for you to convince people? I mean, to me, that makes sense to go in for an energetic checkup, so you can do that preventative stuff versus getting sick and then have to work it out. Yeah. Um... I have actually found that over the past year and a half, um, especially over the last year, uh, with all of the um, health, um, you know, there's nobody on the planet in the past year that hasn't been thinking about health. How can I better my health? How can I, you know, how can I protect myself from, um, you know, viruses and, and support my immune system? So I think over the past year, there's been a little bit of an energetic shift where I, I am getting more people that are coming to me for from a preventative perspective. Um, but um, I think what happens is that when we are feeling good in our body, we're so busy, um, you know, focusing on joy and the things that light us up that sometimes we for, can forget that um, it, those checkups are just as important as blood work like I said so um, in short I think it's getting easier I think people are really getting into preventative health I would like to gently encourage everyone who's listening at this time to really partake and listen and hear what's happening right now what Carrie just said because in my trances and intuitive sense, um, we're still going, because of the drought, I don't know what it's like in Canada, but we have massive drought here in the United States and fires. And so there's going to be a interesting, I call it an obstacle course, to walk through in these next couple of years as we watch the ascension happen, as we watch the awakening happen. And so when I see the Hopi prophecy or the Mayan prophecy or the Hindu prophecies, there's so many prophecies, but it all specifically points to this particular moment of time upon the planet where we're going to go through a lot of shifting and a lot of transition. And so I'm hoping that the collective is migrating more towards energy healers like yourself or intuitive healers um, to prevent a illness uh, or disturbance in their energetic field, in their energetic field. So I really want to encourage that. So hopefully the, the, the migration within that consciousness will shift where it is much more accepted. So have you ever gotten pushback from the medical field because you're a medical intuitive I actually haven't gotten any pushback. And in fact, I have even worked with some doctors. So um, I, I have that's just not been an experience of mine yet. Um, and I think that more and more even medical experts and doctors are becoming, you know, scientists are becoming more aware of 
the unseen, right? The, the energetic world, the intuitive world. So um, hopefully I don't ever come across any pushback. I'm sure it happens, but I haven't had that happen to me. Mm-hmm. Good for you, good for you. So at the last event you talked about, um, when I had you talk with a group of people, you talked a little bit about how to scan the body. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that works through kinesiology, but you, do you want to tell our listeners how you helped people kind of scan their body? Yeah, so I teach people um, online all over the world to scan their body. It's something that we can absolutely all do. Um, One of the things that I like to get people to do is um, sort of uh, sometimes uh, it's easy for people if they draw a picture of like a little body on a piece of paper. It could look like a gingerbread man. It really doesn't have to be um, artistic of any of any kind, but um, I really get people to first ground and center their body. We take some deep breaths, um, and and then we focus our energy at our heart um, because the heart often, um, I find it's a place where our intuition is not clouded by the thoughts of our mind, and I, I'll get people to... You know, I usually get them to ask, um, you know, Creator God Spirit, please show me what I need to know in the healing of my body. And I'll have them run their hand over, this is just a basic lesson, but I'll have them run their hand over that um, drawing. And when there's like a popcorn in the energy, um, that's an area that we want to focus. And we could focus on, let's say that, popcorn is at the throat of the drawing. We we could think about the throat chakra and the different things that the throat chakra means. So you could start asking yourself some more internal questions. But really I I do have like courses and, and different things that I help people to learn to not only feel their intuition but hear and see as well because we all have that ability. Um, but uh, we essentially i there's nobody that i that I've worked with that hasn't been able to connect to their intuition hmm. Hmm. so when a person calls you off because um I think before we got on the air, you talked about you do all of your work over the phone from across the nation and around the world and uh and Canada and so on and so forth. So what would a typical session look like if somebody calls you up and says, "Well, I have horrific." migraine headaches what does a session do do you scan their energetic body do you start asking them questions do you um so basically if they come to me for a reading i will they can just um sit and relax breathe we're just going to have a really gentle conversation but i'll connect with their body and I'll let them know where their body is guiding me and what the messages I'm getting from that um, area of the body. So um, it's funny you mentioned migraines because I had a client earlier today who had migraine headaches, and it turns out that her upper two bones of her neck 
were misaligned. And not only was she getting migraines, but a little bit of vertigo. And so um, I was able to pinpoint that issue for her um, because she hadn't been able to get rid of them. And so um, I would definitely, uh, you know, guide her to the, the proper therapy to help. But also um, her body's going to let me know why on an emotional, spiritual level that she's, this misalignment pattern's happening as well. So um, I don't ask too many questions uh, other than just verification, like are you having tension tightness in this area? Have you noticed? Um, after I tell them what I see, I may have some questions. But I generally uh, just read the body myself in a reading. Okay, interesting, interesting. And that's coming from your yeah. intuitive field of energy, that higher level of consciousness. Hmm. That's right, um, yeah. Hello? Carrie, hi. Can you oh, hear me okay? Just hi. Can you see me? I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we're just having some technical difficulties there. We love That's hearing okay. about your session. I have a question for you. Do you think you are seeing a pattern or more of like, um, yeah, I suppose like a pattern of your clients who are coming in? Um, sometimes they, I do get pa- like a pattern of, you know, like people will come in clusters where, you know, this week it's all about, you know, pain in the body or this week. So, yeah, I can get a pattern. Um, but with my readings, uh, I, I'm mostly here. I'm very clear audience. So I'm actually oh. hearing their body speak to me. So um, oh. sometimes I get a, like a picture um, you know, mm-hmm. so where the body will show me uh like a picture of their of their foot and I'll go there and I'll I'll listen. But I'm very clear audience, so um it's really a conversation that I'm having with the person's body. Wow, that is amazing. Can you recall your earliest memory that you have with your clear audience? Oh, that's a really good question. That's not something I thought of for, for a while. Um, let's see. Huh, really good. It's been happening for so long. I, I don't know my earliest um, memory, but uh, I do know that I, I do have a memory from when I was a child and my mom used to get these dizzy spells that actually would uh, you know, land her in bed. She'd have to stop what she's doing. The room would spin. She would be sick. And um, I remember saying to her that she should get her ear checked. And oh. um, she ended up with having Meniere's. So, um, oh. yeah, that's one wow, of my earlier memory, memories. <laughs> oh, and how old were you when that happened? I think I was probably around nine. Oh, so. my gosh. What a beautiful gift to be able to help your family. And I'm sure not long after that, your friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing uh, to be able to help people. But I have to say that 
sometimes the people closest to you don't want your your advice. So I've learned yeah. that one. <laughs> oh. oh, and I'm going to go ahead and let Hope take it away from here. Thank you, Carrie. You are incredible. Thank you. I'm Carrie. I don't know what exactly happened there. <laughs> That's okay. Amy, I said, take away. I got disconnected, the energy. So, so. No problem. So I was going to talk a little bit about um, this is probably a question that most people want me to ask and they're curious about and is a bit controversial, but immunizations and as you scan the body and you don't necessarily have to say yes or yay or nay, but here in the United Mm States, 50% are immunized and 50% are not immunized. So if a person for COVID-19, um, so how do you respond or help people discern, decide on what's good for them energetically? Yeah, I often in that situation, because I can't obviously make the decision for somebody, is I'm actually in that moment going to help them connect to their own intuition. Um, because they innately know what's best for them in terms of, um, you know, whether or not they should be vaccinated or not or want to be. Um, I think that it's a personal choice and what's good for some may not be good for others. So um, I don't try and, and sort of tell them what's good based on what I think and feel, but more so what I think is good for them. Um, I hope that makes sense when I say that. And when it comes to the vaccination, there are some clients that I've had um, where their body has told them that it's important to wait, that they're not quite ready. And that may be because they're dealing with a big health crisis and it wouldn't be a good time to, um, you know, add something else to the body's plate because everything we deal with in the body, I like to think of the body like a bucket and so, you know, different stressors fill up that bucket. And when that bucket tips, we're dealing with a health crisis. And so we don't want to add another stressor or something the immune system has to react to at that time. Um, you know, that being said, I also recognize that, uh, you know, getting a virus that can be very hard for some people is also another stressor for the body. But it is really important that we listen to our body. And when our body says no, we listen to that. And when our body says yes, we listen to that. So I'm a huge advocate on um, helping that person to decipher that yes and no. I, I like that because I think that's the truth of having them go within because, you know, there's some healers, helpers, even channelers, teachers, that have said absolutely not. And Mm -hmm. so they're making the decision for the person. And then there's, of course, others ones who said absolutely yes. And I think it's Mm -hmm. that sovereignty piece that you're allowing people and that intuition of their own inner wisdom of when, if, how the body will take this in. So, Yeah. Absolutely. 
So I, I appreciate um, putting the power back into um, their hands, into your hands. Um, so I, I, I love teaching people to connect to their intuition. It's my favorite thing to do. So I was asking you the question, I think, and maybe Amy pulled that up, um, is how how did you, for you as a medical intuitive, for you as an energy helper, how did you really hook into trusting your intuition to a T? Okay. So um, that is a really great question because, um, I easily get information for other people. And when it came mm-hmm. to myself and I've realized it's, the, it's one of the hardest things to do is to trust your own intuition. But when it came to myself, I actually went through a pretty big health storm um, in my early 30s where I had a neck and brain injury that caused body-wide pain, which lasted for quite some time. I mean, I was bedridden. I couldn't look after my kids. Um, I went through all the fields, all the emotions, and I went to doctors and naturopaths and healers, and um, nobody could give me any answers of of why. um, I didn't know I had a brain injury at the time of why this was happening. And um, I finally was like, you know, you do this for so many people, you need to – you need to go within and you need to trust your own intuition. And so my intuition, the moment I connected in, there were a few things that it told me. Um, Physically, it told me that I needed to uh, retrain my brain, and I had no idea what that meant. I needed to um, realign my spine, and I needed to love myself because um, I didn't love myself unconditionally. And I was so hard on myself. So um, when I heard that I needed to retrain my brain, and this is when sometimes we don't know what our intuition is saying, um, and if we just leave it and be aware, those messages come later. So I remember opening the, um, my computer, and it was like the old model of Facebook where your like ads come up on the right-hand side. And I saw, (laughs) yeah, and I saw on the right-hand side functional neurology, and it was actually the story of Sidney Crosby, who's a famous hockey player, he's a Canadian hockey player, who healed his brain um, from concussion by using functional neurology. And when I saw the ad, every hair on my arm stood up, and I just knew that that's what I needed to do. And so even though I had been to neurologists and had MRIs and nothing was found, I just knew that, like, from my intuition, that my brain needed retraining. And so I went and I did that. And um, I think the trust comes in actually, you know, it was an expensive process. It was time-consuming. I had to do the work. And so what I say to people is, you have to do the work. You have to take action because you can hear something. But if you don't take action, you're never going to learn to trust your intuition. So I think that that's the biggest advice I can give is take action. And you will learn that your body, your intuition doesn't lead you astray. 
Do you think a lot of people are energetically deciding on a conscious level to leave the planet at this time? And that really there is the soul's decision, so there's nothing you can do to keep them here? Or I definitely, you know, I have a few thoughts around that. Um, my intuition, my angels and guides tell me that there are some souls who've contracted to leave at this time to help in the elevation of the planet because there's many big changes that are coming through and in the storm that we're going through as a collective. Um, And so without their, uh, you know, their agreements to leave at this time, uh, you know, it just might not go in the same way. So there are souls that have, um, you know, agreed. There are others where I feel that um, there, when I talk to my angels, I'm told that we have different windows in our life that we can choose to leave. And so, yes, some some souls are choosing to leave. Um, maybe it's been too much. Maybe it's, um, you know, just been the perfect time. Uh, but, yes, I, I think definitely there are there is some choice for some and for others. I feel it was already decided. Mm-hmm. So what are, yeah. because you're, you do have a specialty in... Uh, supplements and things like that. So if people are listening to this and they really want to build their immune system up with supplements, what would be, and nutrition, what would what would your suggestion be for supplements and what type of nutrition to keep the immune system high? Yeah, so our immune system loves fruits and vegetables, Um, I feel like eating from the rainbow is a really good way to support our immune system with lots of, um, you know, greens and uh, antioxidants, uh, really help to keep our immune system strong. Really, it's probably not new information that I'll give, but eating, you know, foods in their natural form. So rather than eating rice pasta, we eat rice. Or rather than eating, you know, um, or drinking like orange juice, we're going to eat the orange. So um, really eating foods in their natural form. I guess fresh squeezed juice is a really good thing too, but you know what I'm saying with with the juice. So um, eating eating natural is, is very, very important. I don't think there's one diet that is best for all we have to listen to our body and that that I have some clients that you know can't have histamine foods or you know some clients who can't have uh, you know dairy so you want to listen to your body but um, as close to nature as possible and then as far as supplements um, there's there's definitely a lot of immune building supplements but I have found that there are a few um, that I like to suggest for health. And vitamin D, as in dog, is one of them. Um, And that's because it's not only a vitamin or supplement, but it's also, um, it's actually a hormone in the body, and it does help to keep our immune system balanced. So knowing your vitamin D status is very essential to, um, you know, long-term balance of your immune system. So I would definitely you know, tell people out there listening that 
getting your vitamin D hydroxy-25 levels checked, which is your vitamin D storage, um, and making sure that it's an optimal range. Um, so if it's not, vitamin D, absolutely. There is a point where you can take too much vitamin D, which is why I think it's important to test. Um, vitamin C is always a favorite immune booster, immune balancer. Um, you know, just some daily supplementation with some vitamin C um, can be really helpful, especially um you know, in, in the seasons where we can be more exposed to viruses and, you know, flus, colds, even COVID. Um, I also like to suggest um, actually a Chinese herb that I personally take myself. Um, it's called astragalus. And the Chinese name is Huangqi. And it's a really great um, immune system balancer booster it also helps with keeping the lungs strong um so it's a lung chi uh strengthener uh i like to take that uh, it's also an adaptogen in meaning that it helps to balance our stress response um so those are a few different ones um i also really um do like the medicinal mushrooms like reishi and lion's mane um, they're really, really great at balancing the immune system and keeping our immune system strong. So um, I use those, and I also really um, do like using essential oils for immune health as well. Um, just using uh, some daily essential oil uh, on the skin as a protective barrier. Um, I use essential oils even throughout this whole pandemic to um, sanitize my hands rather than the sanitizer that they're offering in the stores uh, because I know that it is antiviral, antibacterial, and immune supportive at the same time. So um, those can be oils like lavender. Um, doTERRA has a nice on-guard blend. Um, I think Young Living has the thieves oil. Those are really great um, immune booster and protective oils to be using. So um, those are just a few things that that I like to use. Thank you for that. I think that's really important. So I'm going to ask the question what many people ask me, how do I get this COVID-19 weight gain off of me? Is there supplements that as a medical intuitive and from your guides and angels and holy ones and the collective that can help women and or men with upping their metabolism and helping them with that? Um, Well, I can tell you what's working for me. (laughs) Um, I put on at least 20 pounds over the COVID, I guess I gained the COVID-19, as you were saying. And Mm -hmm. um, there is a beautiful program. I think it's only $60.00. and it's by a woman named Gina Livy, um, L-I-V-Y. And um, she has this amazing uh, insulin uh, hormone balancing uh, diet that she does with people. And um, so I, it really gets us to think about um, not necessarily so much what you take out of your diet, but what to eat when you eat it. Um hmm. 
And so uh, having like a protein-rich breakfast, um, you know, having a, a, a fruit snack in between breakfast and lunch uh, because it helps with our glycogen stores, having a nice veggie protein and um, fat, maybe a little bit of carbohydrate at your lunchtime meal, a couple of snacks in between lunch and dinner, and then dinner. So it can feel like a lot of food, but it speeds up the metabolism and it resensitizes the cells to insulin. So um, that's been really helpful. And in terms of um, supplements, what I find helpful for one person isn't necessarily helpful for the other, but I think the biggest thing that people can do not only making sure that they're eating as close to nature as possible, keeping, um, you know, your sugar and your alcohol and your, um, you know, your your processed carbohydrates out of your diet. That can be very helpful with with weight loss. But, um, you know, making sure that we keep our stress levels down because when our cortisol is high, and I think for a lot of us over this past year, our cortisol was really high because you know, there was fear, there was things, there's the unknown, there was um, lockdowns, there was a lot of um, media uh, fear. Uh, that can really increase our cortisol levels and which can um, actually increase our blood sugars and it can help, um, you know, have a side effect of fat storage. So, I think if I was going to say one thing that could really help with getting the weight off is find your joy and meditate. Those are two really great things to lower those cortisol levels and get your metabolism working for you again. Hmm. That's great, great advice, Carrie. For both things, it's really great, great advice as we go Thank through you. the um, so, and maybe we just answered them, is, is the question of um, the five most important things that if you were going to name them for people in order to stay balanced in an unbalanced world or to maintain mm. you know, Yeah, so I think we've talked. In some ways, but what, what would those five main tips that you would give people? Okay, so I would say to people, um, like what we've just talked about, uh, your diet, so eating as close to nature as possible, and if you can afford it, organic, it really does make a difference in your toxicity levels. Um, I would also tell people to be mindful of the water they're drinking. Make sure that you're drinking clean, filtered uh, water, uh, that is mineral rich. Uh, you know, our water can have a lot of uh, medication residues and heavy metals and toxins within it. So, um, water is really, really important. Um, I like to use a Berkey filter. Um, it, it's very great at pulling out, you know, all of those toxins. So, um, the water we drink is very, very important. Um, sleep, making sure that we get our eight hours of sleep, that we're, um, you know, sleeping in a dark room, pitch black if you can, that you have no electronics in your room, and that you have a really good sleep routine, meaning, you know, you get to bed at a decent hour, somewhere between, um, you know, 10 and 11, uh, so that your body can rest and recover. Um, 
That's really important. The other thing would be, you know, that meditation, the deep breathing, and following your bliss and joy, like we've talked about, because it's just when the world is imbalanced, it doesn't mean that we have to be. And if we can find the simple joys in life and have gratitude for them, we end up becoming more balanced and our body responds in a very harmonious way. Um, And number five is I'm going to say connect your intuition. Ask your body what it wants and needs. I think that we forget to do that. And um, don't just go and take vitamin E or vitamin C. Ask your body, you know, do I need this today? Or, um, you know, if you're... If you're going to make some food, ask your body, is this what my body wants right now? So um, connecting with our intuition. So those would be like our, you know, the five different things. Obviously, I want to throw exercise in there as well, but um, you asked for five. <laughs> mhm, mhm, yeah, yeah. So if they don't trust their intuition, do you believe in the pendulum? I, like, I don't know, I, it's never worked for me, so... I, I was told once a long time ago that one out of ten people, the pendulum doesn't work, and it certainly didn't work for me. It just doesn't move. So do you tell anybody or give them the advice that if they're not trusting it without an instrument or an apparatus, um, do you do you convince them or help them learn how to do the pendulum, or do you believe in the pendulum? I talk a little bit about the pendulum, but um, it's not something that I I teach a lot about because it's not something that I've found most people need. Um, there are those people who do really well with automatic writing. And so rather than, you know, going deep within in a meditative state, I'd say to ground and balance yourself and just write down the questions like the question that you have without the answer. So, you know, if you want to know what you need to do today to be most balanced, you can write down, um, you know, what do I need to do today to be balanced in my body? And write that down like five times. And then as you read the question, fill in the blank. The very first thing that comes to you is often your intuition. So some people really excel um, using automatic writing um, others, uh, there will be a feeling. So I, I teach them to, um, you know, because most of us are empathic. Most of us have that feeling body. And, um, you know, we all know what it feels like to walk into that room of people um, who maybe are not in a good mood and we instantly can feel that energy, right? So we have that empathic nature about us and you know, discover what your yes and no response is. Um, so when you ask yourself a question that you know the answer to, rather than just, just he, you know, hearing that answer within yourself, um, try to feel what that answer feels like. Does it, does it, you know, feel like your stomach tightens up? Do you feel like a flutter in your tummy? Um, just, you know, Feel what that feels like and and discover what that yes feels like. And then you have at least a barometer for a yes and a no. Um, But there are some people who do well with the pendulum. And if you are one of those people, that's great. You can use that as your tool. Um, 
but like I said, you know, 99.9% of people, they can hear, see, and feel. So um, that's where, you know, learning to connect with that part of yourself is important. That is such great information. So when our listeners listen to this right now, and we also will keep it in our archives to um, listen to, so I'm encouraging anyone who's listening today and you think, well, this is really, really good information, um, let uh, it be known that we will have it safe in our archives where you can just go on to the Pure Hope Show through our website uh, and click on the archives, and it will be there. And I will send you also, carry a link to our program so you can put that out to your people as well. Um, so what type of classes do you give, and are they on Zoom? Are they already recorded? Um, so I do have um, a few different ways in which I teach. Um, I do have a class. Um, or a course called Activate Your Inner Medical Intuitive, um, which I think is on my website currently, uh, which can be purchased. I also have um, a membership where I, every Tuesday and Thursday, uh, I get on a Zoom call and you can join in. Um, and I, on Tuesdays I teach people to how to connect to their intuition and get the answers. And we do, you know, we connect with our angels, our guides. There are many things that we do. Um, And then on Thursdays, I do a question and answer. So um, you can ask me anything, anything about your health, anything you want to know, and I will, you know, answer one question each week. So um, I do that. Uh, So those are the two ways currently that I am um, working with people in a teaching capacity. Wonderful. So um, where can they, what is your website, and is there a number that they could get a hold of you? Yeah, so my website is intuitivehealthsolutions.com, and um, I do have a phone number. Just, I have to look it up. (laughs) I never use it. Um, Hang on a second. (laughs) It is on the website. <laughs> it's so okay. well, let's see. I just asked Amy today what's our number at the center because I never use it either. So <laughs> yes, I know, right? I'm so used mm-hmm. to um, things being programmed in my cell phone. Like I don't even know if I know my friend's phone numbers. <laughs> so okay, there is a contact form on the website and. Um, gosh, I don't know where the phone number is. You think I should know that? I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, if you go to the website, you can use the contact form, and um, and there should be a 1-800 number there somewhere. I'm just not seeing it at the moment. So sorry that I don't know it. <laughs> No, that's okay. Like I said, just today, I was before I left the office, I needed the number of the Hope Interface Center. And so I looked at my two lovely women who were working in the office and said, okay, you're going to have to give it to me again, the Hope Interface Center's number, because I don't remember it. So, so I understand completely. <laughs> well, I really Absolutely. thank you. I really want to thank you for being on our program tonight. It was really a delight. And again, to all of our listeners, thank you. And 
We will have it archived for anyone who wishes to listen to it again or, like I said, pass it along to people who um, might be interested in this and also uh, wanting to get to know Carrie and what she can do for you. She's the real deal. She's the real deal. She's the real deal. Mm -hmm. I know that um, everyone tries their best to be the real deal, but I believe that Carrie um, Fulmore is very much the real deal. So thank you so much for being on the program tonight. Thank you. It was so wonderful to be here, and thanks for inviting me, and I can't wait to share this with my people as well. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Until we meet again, everyone, we are going to be on next month as well. Namaste, namaste, namaste. Be well. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true.